Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. No. I mean, it is. But the tone's got to be down here because this is our special Thanksgiving episode. And if you like this show because it's a fun, light, loving, nurturing environment about two people who want to share their enthusiasm about things in a non-competitive way, eat dirt, pal, and kick rocks and huff my shorts because it's Thanksgiving. You know what we should call this episode? What, babe? I already oh, thought of it. Yeah, I know you're, you've been bouncing up and down for about 30 seconds. And I, I know, can't wait to I hear. Like to get Deliver to the it. payload. And I, I, we like to get to it organically with some joke or something, but we should call it. The Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, all right. This one's The Hunger Games. It's weird how they had an episode where they talked about how good The Hunger Games... No, no. It, you're stepping into the food arena here at Food Stadium, here at Food Country. And we're your hosts for the battle, Griffin and Rachel, and we're here to pit all of your Thanksgiving classics against each other because... I don't know, babe. I don't know why we've decided on this format, but I feel like I look at all this food on my table. I know I don't have enough room in my tum my tumblow, my tumbler for all the food. And so I have to make this is service journalism is what it is. So we're going to talk about the food and why it's good, but we do need to decide like what the best foods is so that I have help. I've plate help from us, your food friends. Can I clarify something about this challenge? Oh, huh? Are we ruling out turkey? I have a special. So I've designed the brackets. Because here's the thing. I've designed the brackets. No, listen. Okay. I've designed the brackets specifically around this concern. Because side v. side makes sense. You, we got this, babe. But, okay. That's why I've designed the okay. brackets. I spent also, six hours today on the brackets. And so I don't need you uh, coming in here late, of- late comer Jim and saying like, what about turkey? I spent all day thinking. That's why I didn't get anything done. I spent all day thinking about what about turkey? Speaking of we got this, this actually, if you enjoy um, your favorite things pitted against each other, uh, that's a great Maximum Fun show. That is a great Maximum Fun show. This this, uh, particular formula of taking foods and pitting them against other foods in a nonstop coliseum, a marathon sprint through all foods was actually inspired by an episode of uh, Japanese style originator, a show I've talked about before <laughs> where they talked about what the best Japanese tea sweets are, but no, not here. It's Thanksgiving heavy, hearty ooh, 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 ooh. and football and God. I have been trying to think of a pun with the word gobble in it for like the whole intro now. And I just can't. We're going to throw all these names of foods into the goblet of fire. That's good. And Perfect. it wasn't, it sucked. Do you want to get started, babe? Because yes, I think yes. we're going to move through these things. I've got about like 15 items here, and we're going to have two rounds. Okay. The first round is just going to be kind of the qualifier, and I have those divided into different brackets. Okay. I think we just talk about what we like about these foods, because I am enthusiastic about all these foods, but obviously there's the best food. Okay. And all the other food can fuck off, and I'm sorry that we wasted time even talking about it, because it didn't win. Our first food is cranberry sauce. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I used to not be a fan. I think yeah, I think you know a lot It's interesting. I would say about 80% of Thanksgiving sides I didn't used to be into. And then I started cooking them for you and you were like, "Oh damn. A cranberry sauce. I'm sorry. I don't want to toot my whistle, but cranberry sauce I thought was largely decorative for a long time until I made it myself and I was I wasn't using that like super acidic chew through the table ocean spray fucking hardcore bitter yeah, shit here's the thing i didn't realize until i met griffin um there's really no reason to use that can here's the recipe sugar orange juice cranberry sauce done put those in a fucking not even pot cranberry sauce you mean cranberries. Cran- cranberries cranberries not cranberry sauce whole cranberries and you boil it down it takes like 10 minutes and it is i swear to god a hundred times and you can actually eat it like you can't eat a bunch of that cylinder that ringed ribbed for her pleasure cylinder that mm-hmm. comes out of that fucking can. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But yes. it's it's so bitter. And it's so like, you can't eat a lot of that. Homemade cranberry sauce, you can go to town on that. Eat that shit. It's very good. It's so good. So that's what we're starting out with. Here's the thing, though. This is going to be tough. Most of these sides are best when paired with another Thanksgiving dish. That's why this first thing is just kind of all sides. Okay. The second thing is stuffing or dressing. Did you know, Merriam-Webster put out a tweet this week that was like, if it's inside the bird, it's stuffing. It's, if it's outside the bird, it's dressing. All other uses are incorrect. I had no idea. 
Yeah, I never really thought about it. But it's the same shit. We are talking about savory wet bread with celery in it. I I get it. I get it. I used, This is another thing I used to not get. I was like, it tastes like somebody already chewed my bread for me. And I will be honest that I am still kind of on that side of the fence. See, I, I got real into it. I think because it pairs so well. With other that's going to be true of all these things, and we cannot. I know. These things know. are these things are helpers, and I get that. Oh, but uh, what's the best helper? Because I think that stuffing is at the end of the day wet bread with little chunks of celery in it, and I think that that sort of it's sort of the same way where I don't like to eat like watercress in like uh, stir fry or something like that because you're eating and everything's the same texture, and then ooh, a vegetable crunch. What are you doing? I sat on my notes. Holy shit, baby. <laughs> Rachel just produced them like an egg from a, a chicken or something like that. I want to talk to you about oyster stuffing. I've never had oyster stuffing. I think I could really fuck with it, though. Uh, so shellfish used to be a big thing for the Americans. Tell me more. Yeah. Uh, and um, Americans also Americans also ate their favorite shellfish. Oh, it was also that you're trying to say. <laughs> Yikes. At the oyster saloons that proliferated in the 19th century. Shit, that sounds dope. Mm -hmm. And so you, it was not uncommon to see oysters and stuffing. And it's still not uncommon. I think in uh, New England, especially, it is uh, a sort of a featured dish up there. New England has a bunch of sort of arcane uh, uh, Thanksgiving dishes. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever had it either. I don't think so. Uh, but that being said, dressing, stuffing, I get you. I get what you, I get I'm what you're there it. for. I do think that versus cranberry sauce, cranberry sauce is, is, is my victor. Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't eat a bowl of stuffing by itself necessarily. Yeah. I think I would with cranberry sauce. For sure. All right. Next. Gravy. Well, and now, and now the, now we're off to the fucking races. I'm thumbs down. No. Don't really like it. It's food moistener. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate that about it. I appreciate it's, you know, it's usefulness. Um, but I don't like my meat to be liquid. I know what I said about all these are companion items and so we shouldn't, whatever. But this is the only companion item in my mind where if it's not at the table, the rest of the meal is pretty much ruined. Like really? if there's no cranberry sauce, I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. If I can't get those potatoes wet, if I can't get that turkey glistening, it's so important to me, babe. I don't get it. You put it on, you can put it on pretty much everything. I like, okay, here's the thing. I like biscuits and gravy. Okay. So you don't put gravy on like your Thanksgiving turkey and your mashed potatoes? Not usually, no. Baby. There was just something about the idea of it. Of more, I will say this, there's very little food on that plate that needs yeah. more moisture. Like meat on meat. I mean, gravy's not meat. That's what you're saying is buck wild. Isn't gravy usually have a meat element to it? Yeah, but that's like saying that like uh, ramen broth is meat. It's not. It's I a broth. So. Gravy is fantastic. And you can put it on rolls. You can put it on potatoes. You can put it on turkey. What are we versus seen? Uh, cranberry sauce. Oh. I think I think gravy for me. Cranberry sauce. Damn it. All right. Can I persuade you? Yeah, I think we. I think this is our first sort of. And at this rate, by the way, this episode is going to be four hours long. <laughs> um. Cranberry sauce, fresh, light, works as a dessert, works as a side. Yeah. Um, you eat it, you don't necessarily feel like, oh, I had too much cranberry sauce. It's true. I will give you I will give you cranberry sauce over gravy, but only because gravy you can have a lot of other times of the year. You can have gravy on biscuits, like you said earlier. You mm -hmm. can have gravy on like a an au jus sandwich or some mm -hmm. or a meatloaf. Mm -hmm. But cranberry or, sauce or is French like fries, right? cranberry. Yeah, on poutine. Mm -hmm. If you have cranberry sauce any other day but Thanksgiving Day, then you are a food criminal, and I think you belong in the darkest prison. I think you belong in hell. I'm sorry. Wow. Anyway, the next item in the final item of the essentials column is rolls. Okay. Now I'll say this, this about is rolls. Be tricky for me. I'll say this about rolls. Rolls, you can also have other times of the year in various different sort of shapes. Cheddar Bay biscuit rolls. That's the only roll That's I can think of. the only one you can come up with. Hawaiian king rolls, right? There's lots of different types of rolls. But I'm talking, you know what I'm talking about, those fluffy fucking dinner rolls. Mm -hmm. We used to buy them frozen from a steakhouse in Huntington. And they were so freaking good. And they would come with a little brown butter. Oh, my God. 
roles. <laughs> and I will also say as an essential sort of component that can work with a lot of other things, roles are, you cannot have the day after Thanksgiving sandwich without rolls. Because you can put it on bread or whatever, but like rolls. Here's rolls. what I'll say. When I was young, I was a very picky eater. So on Thanksgiving, I would basically just eat rolls and turkey, and that was it. Hell yes. All of the sides were too much for and me. And you got it. Like, you got the experience. Mm -hmm. Rolls. I love rolls. I think I'm going to go with rolls over cranberry sauce. Ooh. Uh, Do you really like cranberry sauce all that much, or are you just kind of rooting for the underdog it's right just, now? Okay, here's the thing. Cranberry sauce has such a, like, unique flavor, and rolls are just kind of... Rolls also have a unique flavor. I will say this. They're just kind if of we bread, are, though. Consider it this way. Take all the cranberry sauce in the world and all of its different forms and all the different yes. recipes yes. and then all the rolls in the world. I'm doing it right now. Rolls win because there's so much fucking bogus cranberry sauce out there. Okay. Stronger, stronger foundation. Stronger foundation for the rolls family. Okay. I'll go. I'll go rolls. The go winner rolls. of the essentials column is rolls. And this could change in 2018, I just want to say, because this you know we're going to get back to this and see how we've changed as people. That, it, it feels like a little disappointing to me because it's not a Thanksgiving, you know. Have you ever had Thanksgiving without rolls there? No. Then it's a Thanksgiving thing. And everybody else is just borrowing it. And I would say this, rolls have crossover appeal. You can have gravy, I guess, in certain limited sort of situations. You sure as fuck don't have stuffing and you sure as hell don't have cranberry sauce. Rolls have that crossover appeal, but okay. they gotta be in Thanksgiving. It's essential. That's okay. why it's in the essentials column. Okay. Next category, sides. This one was originally called like sort of gelatinous sides, <laughs> but then I had to add some other <laughs> stuff into it. And there's a Jiggly lot, sides. there's a lot in this category, so we gotta move fast. First off, and this is a late, late edition, macaroni and cheese. See, I saw that when I was doing my own research. I don't believe it's a Thanksgiving. Food. I do think it's. A, I do think I've had it at most Thanksgivings. Really? Um, and there, there's certainly various variations on mac and cheese. And uh, I think last year we went up to uh, our friend's uh, parents' house here in uh, here in Austin or close to Austin. And I made that like good horseradish baked mac and cheese that was like really really good. I made that for Thanksgiving one year. You remember that? Sort of. Must have not left much of an impression. I get it. As an artisanal food, it gives you that cheese profile, which you don't get a lot of in I Thanksgiving just don't, food. I just don't know that I... Thanksgiving food is so heavy, and I can have macaroni and cheese any time of year. I don't know if I want to waste the space on macaroni and cheese. All right. All right, mac and cheese. Sorry. You put up... You did, maybe next year you'll put up better numbers. Next, though, green bean casserole. I'm going to go with mac and cheese. Yeah. Green bean casserole. Come on. Green bean casserole feels like a fucking propaganda from Big Campbell's that was like, our cream mushroom soup, we got to get it in the game somehow. And then this was one of those fucking like bullshit recipes they introduced in like 1950s to sell their, their mushroom soup. They're like, you pour it on greeny beanies and you put a little onion well, the stuff little on onion it. Crispies. I, I feel get, like that's I get it. the only reason anyone eats it. Um, those onion crispies. I used to say that green beans were my favorite vegetables. And now that I think about it, I think it's very content. Like, I like one or two different preparations of green beans. And otherwise... Wait, 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 wait. When did you say green beans were your favorite vegetable? I mean, so we used to eat a lot of meals at, like, church and stuff. Like, Wednesday nights, we would go to church yeah. for, like, a youth group stuff. And they almost always had green beans. And so I ate it just because my exposure was sort of frequent. We ate, a, like, a lot of green beans growing up. And so, like, I tolerated them. But now that I'm older, like... I just, there's not a whole lot of stuff that I'm rooting for green beans I like in. them when they're like very quickly cooked, not yeah. like baked Flash, in the oven. Fr yeah, yeah. Uh, what's it, ble blanched and yeah. bleached. I love them dipped in bleach. <laughs> anyway, green bean casserole, can we just like... Oh, <laughs> man. We'll just yeah. give it to mac and cheese, I mean, whatever. This, okay. this Corn pudding. Oh, my God, we are in the fucking <laughs> weeds right now. I don't Thanksgiving's mind Thanksgiving's so good, right? I don't mind that so much. The appeal of it uh at face value not great doesn't look good no. doesn't taste bad though i don't doesn't mind it smell good and it makes kind of gross. a sweet makes a yucky noise sometimes like sweet jiggles. corn kind of like a i like corn it's just it's jiggles <laughs> what about creamed corn even like corn is good also on cob or off cob with like something special i think 
think you and I are of the generation where you don't cook vegetables for very long. Like the best vegetables are the ones that are like roasted or very quickly cooked. I, I hate cooked vegetables on the most part. But I would say back in the day. Like I like our- raw corn. Just right. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a raw corn cob and I'll do the damn thing. Griffin sometimes goes to the movie theater and he says this popped corn is interesting, but do you just have corn, corn right kernels. off the Corn kernels. Yeah. That I can eat like a wild crow. <laughs> um, creamed corn. Oh, man. I mean, I get that it's inauthentic, but I still think I would... I see these three sitting next to each other on the table. Well, macaroni, this is not fair. No, no, listen. We are saying, no. we are saying, do you want slimy overcooked vegetables versus macaroni and cheese? Of course not. That's what I'm saying. That's how this, that's how this game's going to work, though. Okay. I see these three bowls sitting on the table. One's got a beautiful golden, you know, horseradish with like a baked crumb top mac and cheese. Maybe there's a little flex of bacon in there. Maybe not. Whatever. And then next to that is fucking green bean casserole looking up at you like the fucking Necronomicon. And then right next to it is corn pudding that's just moving of its own volition. So right now our suggested meal is macaroni and cheese and rolls. <laughs> uh, except the next contender okay. is mashed potatoes. Ooh, ooh, clear off the table. Number one. Pillowy mounds of mashed potatoes. I am... Maybe the biggest mashed potato fan. You know, when I was in college, it was not unusual for uh, us to grocery shop and buy those instant mashed potato packets. Oh, fuck yeah. And just like eat those as a meal. Yeah. (laughs) Mashed potatoes. Almost I would say in the same family as rolls because mashed potatoes, you wouldn't think of it looking at it. You can do some stuff to some mashed potatoes. You can, I almost, I. Are you going blue right now? I'm not saying you, (laughs) you bone it. I'm saying you look at your plate, all right? Close your eyes. Imagine your plate on Thanksgiving. Yes. And then imagine taking a bite of something on that plate. If I'm thinking of it, chances are I'm going to get some mashed potatoes in pretty much every bite if I can. Yeah. Um, They are so good. They are the only food I can think of where on the fly you can sculpt it into a container for more gravy, which is fantastic for me. It's so good because I almost always need a place to put more gravy. No, that's a good point. Uh, when I was little, the idea of my foods touching was uh, was not preferred by me. But mm. mashed potatoes could touch anything they wanted to. You hear that, mashed potatoes? <laughs> Go wild. Take me. <laughs> Take me, mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes, number one. I mean, okay. Uh, next up is Kugel. Added this one. I think I've only had it a couple times at Thanksgiving. Uh, and really Kugel encapsulates like a lot of different types of food. There's also like dessert Kugel. I'm thinking of it specifically in the more savory sense, egg noodles, probably baked with some sort of creaminess or cheesiness in it. I remember a friend Johnny made it, uh, either last year or the year before last. And I saw it on a couple lists and I know it's a pretty untraditional one, but that Kugel really knocked my fucking socks off. I would say Kugel beats a mac and cheese in my mind. Uh, because yeah. Kugel is also, it's a, it's a Jewish dish, right? Uh-huh. And so it, it, it is probably also served up on, uh, some of the, the, yeah. uh, high holy days. Uh, but it, it is also a Thanksgiving classic and I like it, but guys, mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes is kind of the standard right now. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned a suggestion to me right before we started recording and, uh, it had to be on here was tamales. I think I've only seen that a couple of times since uh, I've been living here in Austin. Uh, and obviously, this is not sort of a traditional American Thanksgiving food, but I feel like I see it a lot more now that we live in Texas. And there is pretty much never a time where I don't want to be eating a tamale, including right now during this sentence. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's just like kind of a traditional celebratory food. Um, I know it's also a New Year in in. This is weird. In Chicago, during New Year's Eve, there were tamales everywhere because uh, there's a lot of like door to door like tamale vendors that just carry around well, those heater boxes. Well, it's a Christmas boxes. thing too. Yeah, like, for it's sure. Just, it's just like a holiday celebratory meal. Um, I know around here, yeah, you'll see a lot of of big sales uh, and fundraisers with tamales, and they are. So good. They're good as hell. We talked about them, I think, during our uh, bit about the farmers market because there's a place where we get them there that is pretty ballin'. Um, but I think mashed potatoes is going to take the cake here because, again, it's just – it's a juggernaut. It's just such a versatile food. But the final contender in sides, sweet potato 
casserole. The Ooh. fucking clash of the potatoes. Potato Both of potato. these whipped bastards are going to go head to head. Sweeter, savory. Who's going to win it? Because, babe, I got to be honest with you. I know. I understand. I understand the versatility of mashed potatoes. I, I get it. I get it. And I love it. I love it. I love it. Sweet potato casserole is one of my fucking favorite foods in the universe. Uh, should you share with our audience your feelings? If you say with about marshmallows, yes, I'm gonna get ang- I'm gonna get angry at the audience Here's for needing that re- explanation. If we're talking about potatoes with marshmallows, thumbs down. If we're talking about potatoes with pecans, pecans up. and like crumble, like brown sugar crumble on yeah. top. That is, it's not even a thumbs down, thumbs up thing. If you put marshmallows in it. It's, babe, it's babe, like, no, no, no. You went so hard after the people that eat cranberry sauce out of a can. No, I'm not judging if you eat cranberry sauce out of a can. I'm just saying there's other ways to do it. But, but if you put marshmallows... But no, I'm going... Some, no, baby, the line's got to be drawn somewhere. <laughs> and if you put marshmallows on your thing, then what, are, what? what is any of this? I cut up scented candles and I tuck it into the stuffing for surprising, delicious, waxy bite. Like, no, marshmallows have no place here. Um, I'm talking about that pecan crumble up on top. Did you know that in 1917, the Angelus Marshmallows Company distributed a recipe booklet that taught Americans how they might use marshmallows? This is, and that's how it ended up in sweet potato casserole? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is the, I have learned one very important thing during this podcast, and it's that, like, all of these staple foods that we have now came out of fucking food companies in the past that were like, no one's buying our marshmallows. Like, well, first of all, (laughs) stop calling them marshmallows. And also tell people how to put them on sweet potato casserole wrong. I don't mean to judge you. If that's your jam, go for it. But please, Christ, at least try it the other way. Here's what I'll say. I love savory. You know, if I'm going to pick savory over sweet, well, there's, I mean, I'm ultimately, yes, I'm just going to pick savory over sweet. But I will say the thing I like about sweet potato casserole is there are a variety of textures with those pecans. Yep. Whereas with regular mashed potatoes, you don't get that... Multiple texture. Are you laughing the way I said regular? <laughs> You're like, regular mashed potatoes. It really it was like a really just good three words together. I think sweet potato casserole is one of the most iconic Thanksgiving foods. See, now here's another question I have about that, though. Is it a dessert? Or is it a side? No, it is a side. Don't come at me like that. Have you ever like finished a meal and been like, mm, I'm going to go have some sweet potato casserole for it? It's sweet, but so is cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce isn't a dessert. It's a side. Okay. Nice try trying to catch me in your fucking (laughs) web of deceit. Okay. I think sweet potato casserole is my winner because I agree with you. It is the only like Thanksgiving. It's a mashed potatoes. You can also have other times of year. And I know that that was a plus column for rolls, but I, I like, this is a food. It's one of my favorite foods. My mom handed down this recipe that is like incredibly good. And this is literally the only, I make it once a year and that is like super special. And I look forward to it so, so much. And I think sweet potato casserole wins. Okay. I agree. All right. Let's, we need to finish up. But before we do that, um, I, oh, we already did gobble gobble, didn't we? We did. I know. Shoot. What's another Thanksgiving noise? A yams, 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 yams. Yams. It's beautiful. That's the Yams song. Mm-hmm. No, Our, of course it is. It can be intimidating trying to roll with the console cowboys in cyberspace. Um, there's always the worry that maybe they know something that you don't vis-a-vis um, website design or website functionality, and you think, I could never be that. I could never be among their illustrious ranks. Griffin, if I wanted to build a website where I ranked my favorite episodes of Ghost Rider, would I be able to do that? Well, first of all, it would be the same list as everybody else's with the Julia Stiles <laughs> episode at the top. But yes, you can do that with Squarespace. It's the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Every Squarespace website and online store comes with a suite of integrated features and useful guides that help maximize prominence among search results. Do you want to have special functionality, like maybe a members-only VIP club section of your website? You can do that. Do you want to sell stuff? Yeah, you can do that too. Do you want to have an online scheduler so that people you can, you can sell uh your time yeah you can do that also anything is possible 
that's um there for the commercial the super bowl commercial they had that was my voice yelling anything is possible in the wow background. yeah not a lot of people know that hey head to squarespace.com slash wonderful pod for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use offer code wonderful pod to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain griffin yeah you know it's a shame what is that when you order uh, meals to be delivered to you, they can only be for dinner. That's true because of the law. But wait, wait, what's this coming across our desk? The law is different now? Is <laughs> factor. These rebels are operating outside the boundaries of food law. <laughs> factor has breakfast. They have midday bites. They have smoothies. Uh, there's lots of stuff you can get with Factor. What other things can you get with Factor? Well, I'm looking at this menu right now. They got a lot of tasty little options for you. I'm talking about artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. Did you even know that butter could be tomato? <laughs> Not me. Shredded chicken and loaded mashed taters with, I changed the word. They say potatoes, but I said taters, precious. With mushroom <laughs> gravy, smoked cheddar, uh, bacon, and Parmesan broccoli. Uh, this this menu is out of sight, and my mouth is just watering looking at these glossy JPEGs of tasty food. So head to factormeals.com slash wonderful50 and use code wonderful50 to get 50% off. That's code wonderful50 at factormeals.com slash wonderful50 to get 50% off. Uh, We got a very, very sweet, sincere message from Melissa to everyone listening. She said, my dad died in 07 and I worry that he'll be forgotten. I'd like to tell you and your listeners about him. His name was Eric. He was a bassist. He loved the song Fish Heads. His favorite Spice Girl was Sporty. He wrote poetry. He was a gentle, loving man who always accepted me. Please think of him sometimes. Your love for Henry reminds me of him. Thank you so much for sharing all that. Well, that is incredibly sweet. And Eric sounds like he was the best dude uh, I'm basing that entirely off of enjoying the, sh- the song Fish Heads, know, is which wonderful. is one of my most inha- like important sort of character or character traits that I look for in a person. Melissa, seriously, that is very, very sweet. Yeah, thank you and for sharing him with us, Melissa. Yeah, we're sorry for your loss, and but it sounds like he was a, a, a great guy. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, here is another Jumbotron, and this one is for Chase, and it's from Megan, who says... We did the damn thing and got married. I'm so thankful we flirted in the pizza line in seventh grade. Damn, that's a called shot. I uh, can't wait for all our upcoming adventures slash lazy days. I still say that a Boy Meets World podcast is the way to earn Griffin and Rachel's friendship. Potentially. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I love you. You're my favorite person. And I am so incredibly lucky to be your wife. Um, that would be the way to earn Griffin's friendship. Well, definitely be the way to earn Travis's friendship because he is low key sort of obsessed with that show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, I, sorry, I can't think of anything else, but what, how into this podcast I would be. We should, maybe we should start doing it. TM, 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 TM. <laughs> hey, everyone. Freddie Wong. Matt Arnold. And Will Campos. Here to tell you about Story Break, a writer's room podcast where every week we, the Hollywood geniuses behind Video Game High School, have one hour to turn a humble idea into an awesome movie. Thrill as we weave the tragic tale of Jar Jar, a Star Wars story. We're going to double down on everything that made the prequels great. Jar Jar. <laughs> trade Federation. <laughs> politics. Gasp as we assemble a pantheon of heroes for the Kellogg Cinematic Universe. We could get rid of Snapcrack. I wouldn't even miss them. You're crazy. They die in the second act. Oh, come on. <laughs> and join us as we make fun of Matt as he struggles to name a single Beyonce song. Well, yeah, put a finger on it. Sure, she wants to be Beyonce. Put a um, finger on it. Beyonce's <laughs> famous song. Will we break the story? Or will the story break us? Find out by joining us in the writer's room every Thursday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Round three. Fatality. <laughs> Is this like a Street Fighter thing you're doing? Oh, baby, no. You've hurt me. I never really play. Oh, Mortal Kombat. Oh, you've wounded me. Mortal Kombat. Hey, can you tell me what the difference between Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter is? (laughs) You've cut me. Wasn't it just two dudes fighting each other? Or I guess two men or women fighting each other? What's the difference? In Mortal Kombat, they're like fucking killing each other and tearing their spines out and shit. And Street Fighter was more about sort of honorable co- combat. There okay. was no murder okay. ne- necessarily. I mean, M. Bison definitely murdered some motherfuckers. But anyway, anyway, round three, desserts. Should I just list out all four and we could just do a yeah. quick fucking melee? Yeah. Pumpkin pie. Yes. Pecan pie. Yes. Pumpkin roll. 
pumpkin bread. Okay, you lost me on pumpkin roll. Like a Swiss cake roll. Like the it's like a pumpkin. I don't think log. everybody does that. I mean, I looked it up and we did it and there were lots of other people who did it too. There's okay. dozens of us, Rachel. <laughs> it's like a like a Swiss cake roll, okay. but with like a cream cheese filling inside of the pumpkin. Okay. Pumpkin roll. I love I love pumpkin bread. Yeah. I don't think it's a dessert. Okay. I didn't even consider that. Yeah, it's like a like a breakfast or like a I don't know like a like a snack. It's not a Thanksgiving dessert. It's like a no. I feel you. I, I'm you know? I'm totally there with you. I put it in this category, but I agree with you. It's probably miscategorized. Probably should have gone in essentials or sides, but sides was looking a little bit bloated, and so I put it in here. And this um, is the bracketeer's fault. This is my fucking fault. And uh, thank you. I think we got to put an asterisk next to this one just because of my colossal failure here thank as you. the as the the GM on this one. Yes, colossal indeed. Um, Pumpkin roll, clearly, you know my feelings about it. I, I don't have a you lot have of no feelings about yeah, it, and that's fine. I I kind of knew it was going to come down to these two sluggers, pumpkin pie or pecan pie. Yeah, um, I think we're both going to be on the same side here. I think so, but I want to I want to talk it out with you, okay? Because I want to make sure that we're not leaving something on the table, okay? Because um, obviously, we talked about pecan pie. We had a whole pecan pie segment yes. a couple episodes ago. Yes, but uh, pumpkin pie is also. It's good. It's good. And it's good with a topping, I'll say. It's kind of flan-like, maybe yeah. a little cheesecake-esque. Yeah. And I'm into that. And the flavor is just okay. No, you know what? For pie's going to win. You know, it's for the same reason that I like sweet potato casserole over mashed potatoes. Pecan pie has some texture up in it. Pumpkin pie doesn't offer you that texture. No, pumpkin pie is pretty pretty one note. But that but you do put the whipped cream on it. You have to do that and it's better. But pecan pie is so clearly the best. Okay, here's here's another test. You're having a cup of coffee. Which pie do you want? Shit. Because pumpkin pie and coffee is really good. Shit. Shit. Pecan pie and coffee though also very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything pumpkin pie can be pecan pie at? vegetables our baby could probably eat pumpkin pie yes but pecan pie he would have trouble with yes uh for the fact that there is a vegetable in pumpkin pie and pumpkin a vegetable yeah there's seeds there's seeds on a strawberry seeds in a lemon i don't think that's how that works (laughs) how's that work seeds are in fruit now that i think about it because remember how tomato was a fruit sounds like a pumpkin might be a fruit then Oh jeez! And a cucumber, a, a cucumber has seeds in it, and so that's a fruit. Uh, okay. Do you want me to Google is pumpkin fruit? Yeah, it's a vegetable though. Right? Is pumpkin fruit? Pumpkin is a fruit because it matches the dictionary definition of fruit: the edible plant structure of a mature ovary <laughs> of a flowering plant, usually eaten raw. But the same entry goes on to add: many fruits are not sweet, such as tomatoes, beans, green peppers, are usually called vegetables. Interesting. What the fuck are we doing then? Pumpkin is sweet though, so pumpkin is fruit. That's what's up. You know what I love? Is pecan a fruit? No, pecan's a, definitely a vegetable. Just a big glass of pumpkin juice in the morning <sighs> with my bacon and God. eggs. God. But pumpkin pie, you did your best. This category, we can pretty much stop doing, I feel like. There will not be a a pretender to the throne of Thanksgiving dessert pretty much ever. Can I can I come out and say something that we probably should have said at the top? Um, there are going to be a lot of foods we don't mention this week. And if you wrong, have this is foods, all. This is all of them. <laughs> you're welcome to join our Facebook group and discuss them. Yeah, but I mean, this is this is the law of the land. I feel like until next year, until next next Thanksgiving. Okay, so wait, wait, who who do we have right now? We have we got rolls. rolls, and we got sweet potato casserole, and we got pecan pie. Okay, that's pretty freaking good. It's pretty good. Next category, veggies. Oh, let's just skip this hey, one. Hey, babe, what about green bean casserole? Green bean casserole I included because there's a lot of casseroles in that one category, and I just wanted to lump it in there. So vegetables, let's let's call this the less desirables category. Yeah, and they had to have their own bracket because otherwise they were just going to get trampled. Do you have roasted Brussels sprouts in there? Brussels sprouts is my first one, babe. And let me say this, though. I just put Brussels sprouts. Roasted Brussels sprouts mm-hmm. are good as fuck. You mm-hmm. put a little bit of fish sauce on those. Hello. Hello, gorgeous. <laughs> If it's just kind of 
cut up Brussels sprouts that are still like oh, see this is like the rare this is the rare exception yes yeah, steamed Brussels sprouts are really gross this is the rare exception of I want Brussels sprouts to be fucking cooked as heck yeah. like I want them to be charred like I want to be able to like use them as kindling yes um the fresher stuff that I'm not a big fan of but like obviously we live in Austin we have to be big Brussels sprouts fans although I think Brussels sprouts are, are well on their way out I think Brussels sprouts are probably on their way out because there's a lot of five years out because there's only a few places that I've actually had them in Austin where I was like, I'm going to order this every time I come here. And then I've had a lot of uh, Brussels sprouts at a lot of restaurants where they went to those other restaurants and they're like, we can do this. And you actually can't do it like Brussels sprouts when cooked amazing are amazing. And anything less than that, it's like a the drop off is very, very steep. Um, Anyway, Brussels sprouts, obviously great. Next category, salad. Next one, let's just skip over salad because <laughs> have you ever, do you ever, 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 when you're collecting your plate, because this is all about plate estate, baby. Depends on the salad. No, it doesn't actually. It, does, it, it doesn't. Does. It, it very much absolutely oh. does. Let's say you see a salad. Pitch me on pitch me on a salad, and I'm gonna be thinking about all the other food we've talked about and try to think about I them. got it. Okay. I got it, it's ready. Is uh, it a sweet potato casserole salad? No. But it does have pecans. All right. Maybe it has pears. Okay. Maybe it has like a little bit of like gorgonzola cheese. Okay. Like a vinaigrette dressing. <sighs> Let's see. I would get some of that. That would that could take real estate on my plate. I would I would maybe I, a blueberry in there. What? I would take half of stuffing's plate place on my plate and I would give it to this this very tasty sounding pear and uh maybe walnut salad. You just rule out pecans? Too much pecan? It's a little bit, a lot of pecan. Okay. But there's some gorgonzola on there. I would give I would give half of stuffing, sort of. That said, I would pick Brussels sprouts over salad. Yes, absolutely. Because I'm just saying, all salad doesn't have to come from a bag, Griffin. You can get fun with it. Yeah. No, I've, I'm aware that you can make <laughs> salad. Uh, the final one is glazed carrots. Oh, yeah. Thumbs down. All right. The fifth and final category. Okay, I'm curious what you're going to do here. Is turkey. Versus what? <laughs> just just turkey? It gets a pass. It gets a bye round. It gets a bye week. There is, I will say. So you got to be so careful right now, because if you say, like, ham, I'm going to flip no, my fucking no, gourd. No, I'm saying there is bad turkey out there. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But, I mean, we couldn't put turkey anywhere else. You couldn't put turkey in fucking essentials, because what are you going to do, not have turkey and rolls in there? Like, turkey is such an essential part of the equation. Um, yes, there's bad turkey out there. Is there any way on Thanksgiving you wouldn't eat turkey? Maybe if you had some sort of allergy, but otherwise, no. I will say I'm this. Saying, you said that there's bad turkey out there. Yes. I would like to counter that okay. with the fact that there is no bad turkey. There are just bad people. <laughs> there are bad people who do bad things to turkey. When uh, uh, turkey just wants to be nurtured, you got to keep it so wet okay, all over, inside and out. Disclaimer, Griffin and I have not cooked a turkey before. And that's why I think I look at that process which with such like reverence. Yeah, I genuinely do. I watch the hour process. I watch the uh the Gordon Ramsay one where he yeah. cuts the skin loose a little bit and then jams like just fucking I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. He fists it full of butter and <laughs> like herbs and stuff and he cooks it so that it gets inside the skin and it keeps all the meat mm. wet inside like holy shit. Yeah. Gordo, you done it again. Yeah. Um turkey though. Turkey, great as a leftover. Oh, man. I mean, it's turkey, the quintessential leftover. A turkey sandwich the next day with some potatoes and some cranberry sauce, like, on the sandwich? What? You, and stuffing on the sandwich? Bread on bread? Are you kidding? Yes. Yes. But no. I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> let me hit you with this. If we got to give turkey a contender, let me hit you with this. Okay. White meat versus dark meat. White meat. Oh, though, but think about that drummy stick. I don't, I don't know that I've ever had it. You know how there's... What? You know how there... You know how there's a limited amount of drumsticks on a turkey? Don't you get... Don't you play this game where, like, I eat all the drums, dr the drummy sticks no, every year? I'm saying that, that usually there are people that are very excited about them. And I say, hey, you know what? 
It's Thanksgiving, and I'm grateful that you're excited. You have the drumstick. I just got so thirsty that I drank that whole glass of water in one gulp, and I'm 100% sure it's going to come through in the mix. I'm 100% sure everybody just heard my esophagus sort of convulsing, and I apologize for that. I like dark meat. You should try it. That's pretty crazy that I had to say you should try eating the dark meat of the bird. Because it's so rich and so fatty and so much more like... I don't like a fatty meat. You can't eat a lot of dark meat because you eat a lot of it. But I will say this. If you enjoy how sleepy this good bird gets you, the dark meat, I feel like, will really get you there a little bit faster. I love that there's a food that you eat on a holiday to get extra sleepy. Turkey, though. (laughs) So, to recap... Here's the question. Do we want to move on to a round two? Do we leave it at that? The perfect plate is turkey, sweet potato casserole, rolls, Brussels sprouts, and uh, pecan pie. I don't think it's going to work to declare a winner overall, because Thanksgiving isn't about that, Griffin. You're right, baby. I forgot the true meaning of, no, we are in the (laughs) arena right now, and this is the part we got to kill our darlings. Five foods. All right. Here's how it's going to work. You ready? You and I are going to go back and forth, and we're going to blackball them one by one until there's one left standing. That's the only way that it works. So you're going to say one, and I'm going to say what? No? Or what? No. I'm going (laughs) to kick one off the list, and then you're going to kick one off the list. And then we're going to do that again until there's one food left standing. All right, go. I'll start with the easy one, Brussels sprouts. I'm like, Brussels sprouts, what you're doing is cute. But at the end of the day, you're just a bunch of leaves. And if you could, oh God, now I'm scared though. I'm going to kick off rolls. Rolls, it's just bread. I can see that. I can see that. Now we're fucking in it, aren't we, babe? (laughs) Now we're really in it, aren't we? Yes. We got pecan pie, we got turkey, we got sweet potato casserole. I cranberry sauce. It got beaten by rolls. Oh, gosh. I, I have really hung on to that one. <laughs> Do you want to bring that back? Do you want to wild card it in? We can wild card it. I yeah. think if we look at all the food of across the whole spectrum, the ro- the one that didn't... You're going to take uh, cranberry sauce over mashed potatoes, though? I don't want to take it over anything. I okay. just miss it. <laughs> <laughs> Three remain. Pecan pie, sweet potato casserole, and turkey. Okay. Shit, babe. Okay. Talk through this with me, okay? Pecan pie is very important to me. Sweet potato casserole is obviously very important to me. Turkey, I love that it's a meat you eat to get sleepy. Is it important to us that it is Thanksgiving? What do you mean? I mean, we've kind of made choices on our tastes. What we haven't really brought into account is it is Thanksgiving. It is Thanksgiving. And if you are going to eat one food on Thanksgiving. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> that said, I'm so sorry. Pecan pie kicking it off i just cannot imagine that turkey if i could have a plate that's just turkey and sweet potato casserole i would still consider it a thanksgiving success either one of those is gone and i which by the way now that's your job you have to kill one of my two children you keep saying potato it's real cute do i keep saying potato sweet potato i guess i do it's adorable god babe i'm you know how (laughs) non-cognizant i am of my accent Mm -hmm. oh boy okay um, sweet potato casserole, Ooh. sweet potato, sweet potato casserole, or turkey. Will you sing it like that sweet Melissa song? Sweet potato. It's oh, so good. <laughs> Can I only get, let me get a clean one in there. Sweet potato. Uh, go ahead, babe. Go ahead and ruin my Thanksgiving by oh, killing one of these two gosh. foods you fucking monster all right let me talk through it real quick okay here's the thing it's not thanksgiving without turkey and here's uh, here's another thing though sometimes it is (laughs) (laughs) i just remembered i just remembered our vegetarian friends oh yeah and the thing that is nice for our vegetarian friends is sweet potato casserole are you doing it? This is, uh, I will say this, and I don't want to lean you one way or the other, but if you choose turkey, this is a fucking normie podcast for normies. <laughs> um, rooting for turkey to win this is like rooting for the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. It's like, oh my come gosh. on. It's like rooting for the Yankees. Like, come on. Here's the thing I'll say about sweet potato casserole, though. It's perfect. 
it is a casserole. Casseroles don't require as much finesse as a turkey does. That's a good, that's a good, that means there's good, more good sweet potato casserole out there than there is turkey. I know, but if somebody hands me a perfectly cooked turkey, you know, it's, it shows. It's impressive. Yeah. I'm not giving you anything. This is, I already made the hard choice, my hard choice. This is on you. But don't make this a normie podcast. (laughs) You are really fighting hard for sweet potato casserole. It's out of my hands. Oh. Oh. What does your heart tell you? <laughs> I think I have to do sweet potato casserole. Keep it or lose it? Keep it. Yes. Here's you the have thing chosen wisely. Here's the thing I'll say. Okay. You have an exceptionally good recipe for sweet potato casserole. A counter. We are looking for a dairy-free sweet potato casserole uh, recipe out there, and a, a, it's a lot of variations on a we on a just theme. Use margarine, right? It'll be okay. Uh, no, we don't use any. It's like uh, like honey and stuff. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Sweet potato casserole. I just think it's it's the I, one I get the I, most excited yeah. for. It's the reason that like. Whenever we do a potluck dinner thing, I always want to cook sweet potato casserole because yeah, I think yeah. it's the best fucking food and I want to like quality control it so hard. Oh, man. I don't feel good about this decision, though. Well, I feel great about it. Okay. <laughs> uh, that was difficult. It, it was always going to be difficult. You got to make the choices. So you know what this means it is Thursday, you and I can only eat sweet potato no. casserole. Yeah, I'm no, sorry, no, babe. No, 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 I could, I think, and still be good. You know what? I, I think I would eat sweet potato casserole on Thursday as long as on Friday I could have leftover sandwiches because I think leftover sandwiches might be my my favorite food. Mm-hmm. I get very excited about leftover sammies. Ooh, we should ask uh, Travis and Teresa over at Schmanners. Uh, if we can take home our our own leftovers. Oh, so if we bring like food over to a friend's house, can we take home our stuff? See, that's against. The, I think I like it better when you bring your own Tupperware I think you can and make you just, a plate. Yeah, yeah, you just bring Maybe that. That's back. acceptable. Do you remember <laughs> Rachel and I ate a lot of Thanksgiving leftovers last yeah. year because we had a baby on Black Friday and had a lot of people bring their. Thanksgiving leftovers to us in the hospital, which was I very nice. Know that we've talked about, this. yeah, but I've never talked about like the sur- the surrealness of heating up Thanksgiving leftovers in a hospital room, a hospital room, and <laughs> sort of everything that goes into that. It was very, it was a very kind thing. Anyway, how about some submissions? Yeah. Uh, here is one from Jaden who says, something I find wonderful is when the grocery stores play the rainstorm sound effects with oh, crashing thunder to let folks so know that the good. veggies are about to get sprayed down. I love that too. It's always been exciting since I was a kid and it still charms me to this day that they could do uh, anything to let people know, but instead they play a little storm. It's so good. Me too. I wonder how often that happens. I always feel excited when it happens while I'm there. Yeah, probably, I don't know, like every hour or so. I don't know. That was a complete guess. But <laughs> I always got so psyched because I just me knew too. I was about to see some vegetables get wet uh here is another one from spencer who says over the summer my wife best friend and his significant over uh over (laughs) his significant other drove three thousand miles to get to yellowstone national park it's the most majestic place i've ever seen hundreds of miles of hiking and thousands of completely unbelievable scenes yellowstone is the world's first national park signed into law by teddy roosevelt after a camping trip with famous naturalist john weir uh, being with friends and driving for days on end, all to culminate in volcanic hot springs, canyons, and mountains is about the best thing anyone can do. That sounds good as hell. Yeah, I've never been. I've never been either. I don't know. I've been to like very few national parks, uh, or at least the big ones, and I feel like I would really get into it. Uh, last one here. This one's from Maggie, who says, Every week after the new episode of Wonderful, fellow Wonder Friend John Garcia posts the Etymology Corner in the Facebook group. Oh, I've seen that. And it is one of my absolute favorite things. I always look forward to his funny and insightful posts where he demystifies the etymology of words from pink eye to Gatorade. I always learn something new, and it always makes me smile. Thanks, John. Thank you, John. Yeah, I really appreciate that, too. I've always been a big fan of etymology. Yeah, I mean, I love, like, when I was younger, I used to be kind of, like, scared of touching bugs, but I really think it's cool <laughs> to, like, collect them. But, hey, so thank you all so much for listening, and thank you to Maximum Fun for having us. You can go to MaximumFun.org, check out all the great podcasts there. 
Um, this is not usually how mean our format is, but it's Thanksgiving, so you knew we oh, had to get down and dirty. You should talk about our lovely theme song. Oh, yeah, our theme song? It's this great song. It's called Money Won't Pay from Bowen and Augustus. Uh, it is such a jam. I uh, am in love with it, and I'm very, very grateful that we are allowed to use it on this show. There's a link to it in the episode description. Uh, go to McElroyShows.com if you want to check out our other podcasts and video stuff, and I think that's it, huh? Yeah. I'm very thankful for you, Rachel. I'm thankful for you, too, and for this podcast and, and for, for our baby. For our baby. I'm very for thankful our for baby. our listeners. Our baby's about to turn one. Our baby turns one on Friday. As, that is... As we mentioned, no, he turns one on Saturday. The 25th. Which is Saturday. 21st, 22nd, 20th. Our baby turns one on Saturday. <laughs> I, I did not forget his birthday. I thought the 25th was Friday. Um, yeah, and I'm very thankful for, for, our, for our listeners. Seriously, this podcast is a... Uh, when, when life kind of gets me down and I get stressed out with all the different kind of things I make, like this podcast is so zero stress and I look forward to it so much every week. And you got um, a pretty great co-host. too. I have the most wonderful co-host <laughs> ever. And, um, she's the co-host of my life too. So oh, that's beautiful. That's it. It's a noise. Loud plane outside. Anyway, bye. <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host the weekly comedy podcast, One Bad Mother. We celebrate our moments of parenting genius. As well as our failures. Just like, we're going to have hot dogs. And I'm like, no, we're having fun. Everybody loves hot dogs. Yeah. And it just like smashes that thing right on my chest. And then I'm just Uh, crying in the middle of like kid space while people are like literally dancing with their children. Parenting can be sad and painfully funny at the same time. So join us each week as we admit that this is hard, but we're getting really good at it. Find us at MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts.